The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. I got a fever, and the only prescription is smoke. Over the line! I'm sorry, Smokey, you were over the line. That's a problem. Is the cigar authority. Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? The authority. Is that a serious question? On everything cigar. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. And out of the cigar industry. Sounds pretty awesome. With your host. You have to use so many cuss words. David Garofalo. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Mr. Jonathan. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Barry Stein. Put scotch on the rocks. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, any single malt. Glenolivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe Glengow, any Glen. It's time to light them up. Sounds really fun. It's time. Cool. Cool. Cool, cool. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Sound Stage today. Rudy in the Canadian Influence. He was our first podcast listener, and he's been listening since 2010. We'll find out how he found us and why he keeps listening and what they are smoking in Canada. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Is there some sort of inference there? Like, what, what are you smoking? Like right. That? Is yeah. that what it is? They have legalized marijuana there? I don't know. We're going to yeah, have to ask we'll him. Ask. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, broadcasting over eight years, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. You catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog on thecigarauthority.com. And Barry wanted me to mention, apparently we're on Spotify now. That's a big thing? That's something? I have no idea if it's big or not. but You're not on. Which is perfect. I like that, actually. Spotify so is not huge. On. It's bigger than... Stop talking, because we can't hear you. You're yep. off the show now. He's on uh, number three, and he's going to number four. Yes, there we go. There you are. So, yeah, Spotify, to me, is bigger than iHeartRadio. Really? Yep. iHeartRadio is in, uh, in trouble right now. They're uh, going bankrupt or something's happening over there, right? Uh, I believe a lot of the online radio things are not financially feasible. Do okay. we get our money back? Like Spotify. <laughs> so it was, wasn't even a year. Spotify is going to have their IPO, but they lost uh, like over a billion dollars last year. This is, this is the, the old days in, in stock when everybody was losing money in the dot-com craze. Everything's losing money, and they're selling for billions of dollars. So we got to start losing money. Let's put it this way. The first day we were on Check. Spotify, and then find out till the day after when I got an email, our very first day on Spotify, we had over 400 lessons. Uh, day one. Day one. All right. Those are new lessons. And no one even knew that we were there. Nobody even knew. Some, Including myself. No one knew we were there. All right. And well. it wasn't like it was Spotify going through and listening to each show to make sure they were like, 30 people that listen to the most recent show, and then so on throughout our history. What would make somebody decide, I'm going to search for the Cigar Authority on Spotify today? Unless they search for just cigars, and we come up and they say, oh, they must be the authority on the subject because yeah. it's called the Cigar Authority. I don't know. I don't know. A lot of people call themselves a lot of things. All right, I want to light up. Let's, let's start this thing because we're smoking uh, two cigars today, two mm. Dominican cigars, two Dominican powerhouses. Yeah, I'm not happy about this. <laughs> uh, so let's begin. And we, we didn't go with the little one. We went with the big one. This is C.O. Jones 
Barry, what do we know about this? Yeah, today's first cigar is C.O. Jones, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Hochi Blanco exclusively for Two Guys Smoke Shop. The size is a 7x50 Churchill, and it features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper over a binder from the Dominican Republic and high-priming fillers from Nicaragua and the Dominican Republic. It's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. A single cigar will set you back $6.99, while a box of 20 is $119.99, which is a savings of just under $20 or 14% off the single price at twoguyscigars.com. You're not going to find these at your local brick-and-mortar retailer, so head on over to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. So I'll tell you a quick story of this, how it happened. I go to see, uh, go to the Dominican, I see Hochi, and he says, I want you to try this blend. I want you to try this cigar. So I try it, and he said, I said, what are you going to do with this thing? And he says, I made enough cigars for maybe 100 boxes or so of these. I don't know what to do with them. Are you interested? And I said, yeah. And he said, well, you got to come up with a brand and whatever you're going to do and all this. And I said, just put a paper band around it, white paper band, no name on it, no name on the box. I'll take all hundred that you have here, which will give me some time to think about what I want to call it and what I want to do with it. And he says, what are you going to do with it? What are we hearing here? There's all kinds of sounds. I don't know. It couldn't wait to light up. All right. <laughs> so there's all, uh, I end up buying this hundred boxes of cigars, and I put a sign, name the cigar. Were you? you, you I was a around. customer. Really? I was a customer. So name that cigar, and people would buy the cigar, and if they bought so many, they got an entry to name that cigar. Um, they didn't get to name it. They just got an entry in. The prize was the person that wins names the cigar. So at the end of this thing, we sell 100 boxes of cigars, and we pull a person's name in it. And Dan Jones, do you know Dan I Jones? I know Dan Jones very well. So he sells cars uh, down the street. And Dan Jones is the winner of it. And Dan comes in, and I said, uh, you're the one that wins. Now, reasonable, nothing dirty or anything like this, but you can name the cigar, whatever it is, and I'm going to at least make one run of cigars, 500 boxes, 100 boxes of each size of these five sizes. Um, I'll do at least that. I don't know if I'll ever do it again. So he said, okay, I want to name it after my uncle, Carl. And uh, so I said, you want it to be Carl Jones? And he said, no, why don't you just do his initials, C.O. Jones? So I said, okay, C.O. Jones. And I told the manufacturer, (laughs) this is what I want to do. And he says, oh, balls. (laughs) And I said, no, no, C.O. Jones. And he says, that is cojones. And if you look at it, that's what it is. But his uncle's name is Carl Orlando Jones. And not knowing the Spanish language, I didn't realize that's what it was. So now we ended up, when we made the brand. Oh, my God. I just (laughs) am seeing this. (laughs) The O's are filled in. The O's are filled in. So there it is. We always say you need cojones to smoke the CO Jones. So that's the story behind the story of it. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Someone needs to tell uh, Tony and Eric that we don't go on our phones during the Cigar Authority, that all you need is right here in real life. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, there's the text. I see it now. I got you. 
I'm bald by choice. Yeah, nobody's buying that at all. I know you're selling it, but nobody is buying that. Very raisiny. Yeah. On the on the, uh, the cold raisiny. Draw. A little bit of spice, a little paprika. That's about to change. Smoked paprika, perhaps. We're going to light our cigar today, and I've got no camera, so you guys are just going to have to believe me on this. With the Vertigo Stealth. The Vertigo Stealth retails for $29.99. It features... Stealth is hidden, right? Stealth, you can't see it. Well, you can't see it on radar. Typically, because this is an awful big lighter for Nazi. It's well, hard to miss. When you have a stealth jet, they, they don't have hard edges. They have rounded edges. And notice this ah. lighter has rounded edges. No sharp edges. So if you were to, let's say I was going to get Eric's attention out there in the audience and I threw it at him, he wouldn't be able to hear it until it hit him. Ah. He would then proceed to rip me limb from limb. Here we go. Kill me. Uh, features three jets. It does have the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. Single action, meaning you press down the button, the lid pops open, and the lighter ignites. Easy adjustment at the bottom. The Vertigo Stealth retails for $29.99. Here we go. Already, it's full body. It's a full body Dominican high priming Lajeros uh, in uh, Hochi's fat, uh, fields, uh, which is the same place a lot of the La Florida Dominicana stuff is coming out of also. so. Would you say this is as strong as a Corona? <laughs> Here we go with that argument. Yeah. Well, and now here's the thing. So it's a whole show. I have you're going to say I have that. research that I that I'm I'm compiling from some manufacturers and from a scientist. And once I have all my information, you're going to be gone for the TAA in May. Yeah. And we're going. I'm going to reveal everything while you're have, not here and can't argue back. He doesn't have the cojones to do it with you here. Yeah. You take the same exact side as him because you're his, you're his puppet. So What he's saying is he doesn't have the C.O. Jones to do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Without further ado, I've been waiting for this. With us from the great white north. Should we stand for this? I only stand for the American anthem. Yes. Okay. Then you're we'll a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> he is... He is our first listener ever, day one. Yes, he is. All the way from Canada. We call him Rudy from Canada, but he's also known as Rudy Ruger. Rudy, are you there? Hello, Dave and Cigar Authority. There they are. Send him over there. (laughs) Do a transition there, Ed. There he is. Rudy. Hello. That's old Canada in the, with the kazoo. The best we could do. I'm ready. What is up with your national anthem getting the word of his and making it gender neutral? It's BS. It's like it just proves that if it wasn't for America, Canada would be speaking Mexican. <laughs> so much it's wrong. It's a sign of the time for sure. That's it. That's what they're doing over there. But uh, they still believe in God, right? You guys believe in God? Uh, well, <laughs> my country. But, well, God uh, and country? Yes, many of us do. Many of us do. Okay, because they're trying to stop that around here a lot of places. Yes. You're seeing that going on? Rudy, I was told to say to you, uh, welcome to the show, Hoser. I don't know what a hoser is. And I hope I didn't just swear in Canadian. Take off, eh? <laughs> yeah, they have their own language over there. So what were you doing on April 1st, 2010, Rudy? 
Why, of course, I was listening to the Cigar Authority. And how could that possibly happen? Because besides maybe our family members, nobody knew we, we were even doing it. Did something pop up? Were you searching? How did you find us? You know, I don't remember who posted it, but I definitely saw it on Facebook. Uh, wow. I may have been searching for cigars or something on Facebook and for different cigar groups to join or maybe uh, uh, a cigar shop to go to if I was going to Seattle or something. And 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 something came up about the Cigar Authority. I saw that and saw that it was going to be on that day. So I just made plans to watch. Wow. I re- Mr. Jonathan was the producer at that time, and he said, somebody is listening. <laughs> you know, and I go, get out of here. Vinny and DeSalvo. that was you. Vinny DeSalvo is, is what you... I, I, should, I should clear up. My screen name was actually Vinny DeSilvio. Oh, DeSilvio. Same thing. And I, yeah, same thing. And I chose it because at that time I was going through a very gangster phase in my life. Wow. And we, could, we could tell I, by I looking at you. wanted to sound like a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay. I, so you, you, you find out that the show is going to be on. You run into the closet. You get your favorite toque. You put it on. And then you listen to the show. Absolutely. That's how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even own a toque? Uh, not one with a pom pom on it because I refuse to look that way. And what what, I, I what is a toque? I don't even. I think it's a hat of some kind. You guys call it a beanie. Oh, all right, a beanie with a pom pom. Yeah. And that's and that's big over there. Uh, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> yes, no kidding. All right. So where are you in Canada? I'm on the west coast, near Washington D.C. Above Washington D.C. I mean, above Washington <laughs> State. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We're um, we're about two and a half hours from Seattle. Okay. Okay. So, you're a cigar smoker. You were a cigar smoker before you started listening to the Cigar Authority. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, you buy the majority of your cigars in Canada. Uh, no, no. I try to avoid buying cigars in Canada because it is hella expensive. So it, it, high tax rate. Is there, is there a percentage on it or how do they do it over there? I don't know the exact percentage. Uh, in many cases, it works out to be um, 110%. Okay. Uh, and, and I believe that is the import tax. Wow. Going in. That's nuts. Yeah, so, so now the, the retailer who paid that also is going to cost of goods. Right. they got to incorporate some uh, cost into that, and there you go, and the, the price is crazy. But you do have Cuban cigars in Canada, and you can't get those into the U.S. You can't go into the U.S. to go get those. Right. Yeah, they're, they're here as well, but they're, they're equally expensive. <clears throat> so, so, so what's what an you, average? Yeah, what's, what's, an, what's the price of like a bahiki in Canada? I mean, if you're buying at a shop, a Bahike is easily going to be, I would think, 60 to $75, maybe more. Wow. And, and how about a, a U.S. brand, a regular brand? that Perdomo, for example. Perdomo, you would probably get for between $15 and $20. Um, my example that I always use is the Rocky Patel Decade. Uh, and that's easily 20 to 25 sometimes 30 dollars 
Yeah, so a little more than double the price yep. uh, of what it would be in the U.S. Um, so that, that is, but do you see other people, are cigar smokers that are there? Because I know we have a listener, a good listenership in Canada. So this, you guys are still smoking cigars. You just, but, you know, they're just not making any money off it because you buy elsewhere. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of people do buy buy locally, and I try to do it when I can. It's just the the only really good cigar shop is easily an hour away. Um, but yes, there are there's there's a good community, I would say, of of cigar smokers in Canada. Um, and all eight of you listen to the show. Yeah, yeah, it's good. You- what's what's the minimum wage in Canada? Just to put this into a little bit of perspective. Oh, it varies, but I mean, I, I would say somewhere between ten and fifteen dollars, uh, depending on what province you're in. Canadian dollars. Canadian dollars. Yeah. So a dollar twenty. Which is monopoly money. A dollar twenty-nine in real. Canadian yeah. is a dollar in American. <laughs> yeah. So, have you ever been arrested by the mounted police? <laughs> no, I, I definitely have not. No. Do you know Rocky and Bullwinkle? <laughs> yes, they're good friends of mine. How far are you from the uh, the U.S. border, Rudy? Uh, the town I live in is uh, like my apartment is ten minutes away from it. From the U.S. border. Yes. Do you have just a drop box or something in the U.S. where you just order cigars and they get shipped to the box and then that's it? I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> okay. <what laughs> well, and, and for people, you're trying to get them arrested by the amount of police. For people that live in Canada, if I'm not mistaken, you can take 50 cigars uh, as long as you've stayed in the United States for two days, 48 hours. You can take 50 cigars per adult that's been in the U.S. for those 48 hours. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. With it proof has of purchase. To be 48 hours, and then and then it's 50 cigars, so up to two boxes. If I go down for for that long, I try to. I try to to only shop at at brick and mortar shops. Now, even Washington State, though, huge tax in Washington State, right? Yeah, it's it's not it's not cheap, but it's it's certainly a lot less expensive than if I was to buy locally here. Yeah, we we see uh, we're in New Hampshire, and we see in the summer months they come down, and we we, we get hit up from this side of Canada, and it, it's a ways away. Right. I mean, it's probably an five eight six hour. hours, anyways. Yeah. yeah. To the border, and they come down. So uh, hey, I, I say it to our government all the time that they're not making money; they're just driving sales online or or elsewhere. Um, in a cigar shop in Canada, is the majority of cigars that are sold or shown um, Cuban cigars? Uh, it's it's hard to say for sure, but I would I would guess that at least sixty percent, maybe seventy, would definitely be Cubans. I mean, any any cigar shop you go into up here, um, easily sixty to seventy percent of the shelf space would be taken by Cubans. So. When a, a, a U.S. citizen comes up and comes to Canada, it, are they doing the same thing you're doing? They're coming into Canada and they're buying Cuban cigars in Canada and overpaying, but we can't have them, and then come down? Is that happening? It probably is, yeah. I mean, um, I, I'm sure cigar shops up here, at least close to the border, have seen their fair share of U.S. citizens, um, you know, trying to 
be discreet and and you know well now we don't even have to be discreet right we don't even have to be discreet anymore a u.s citizen can can buy all they want and bring all they want back the only problem that's happening is a uh, retailer in the united states cannot buy them and sell them so they're actually begging us to um, begging the consumer to uh, buy elsewhere as as they are doing i'm a little disappointed to find out you're only 10 minutes from the border because my next question was if you ever lived in an igloo but you're not far enough north to be able to pull that off no um maybe in college maybe fantasized about it yeah well let's get into some of that <laughs> <laughs> what do you smoke regularly what what's your, your go-to type of cigar uh well there's um i mean i try to get my hands on as much uh cameroon wrapper as i can yeah uh, Cameroon is definitely my favorite. I like to smoke pretty much anything with Cameroon wrapper, but otherwise it's a variety. I, I try to, because uh, there's still a lot of cigars out there I haven't smoked. So I try to smoke something new as often as possible. So Oliva G and the Toro Fuente and Partagas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Fuente is my, my favorite, actually. The the best cigar I've ever smoked is one that I got from you. Ah. Uh, it was the uh, Arturo Fuente 75th birthday cigar. Ah. And uh, I will never forget that cigar. It was amazing. All right. Glad you liked it. Glad you liked it. Okay, that ding-ding means it's time for the matchup of the week, and we're going to include you uh, in this. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? And uh, Jonathan demanded I do this because he hears of uh, crazy things that happen up the up north, and I don't, I don't know if this is true at all. I don't know if what he just said is true, because I have no idea what he's talking about, Rudy, in case it's bad. Would you rather <laughs> secretly have sex with a goat? Or have everyone think you had sex with a goat even though you didn't? This was me, Rudy. (laughs) (laughs) I did demand this. Should have done like a polar bear. Would you rather secretly have sex with a goat or have everyone think you had sex with a goat even though you didn't? And we'll we'll start with you, Rudy, because you're our guest. I, I I don't know how to answer this question. <laughs> well, let me show you how. I'll, I'll have Mr. Jonathan uh, explain to you why he would choose one of these. Well, as you know, my reputation means everything to me. So I would rather have everyone think that I did. <laughs> and I would wear it as a badge of honor. <laughs> and Barry? No. You have the choice. Yeah. This is a, this is, I, I, you just know. <laughs> so he's going with the goat. He's having sex with yeah, the goat. Yeah, I'd rather have sex with the goat than have anybody think <laughs> I had sex with the goat. <laughs> just so you guys know, I've had sex with the goat before. I've done it. That was adorable. <laughs> so Jonathan would rather you think he had sex with the goat, and he really didn't. Barry would rather have sex with the goat, and now it's up to you. You're, you're the deciding factor here. I would say if if I'm in a group of people where it's a good thing that I've done that, I would rather have them think it and not have actually done it. Wise man, right there, Rudy. So uh, have everybody think it, but you're not you're not willing to do it. Barry's willing Correct. to do it, which is, which is part of the that's, problem here. Yeah, that's yeah. disturbing. You're sick. Individual. Nobody will know. So you don't know. But I might have already had sex with a goat. What do you care what people think? I'm a sensitive guy. Okay, he cares what people think. <laughs> he says with ash on the front of his shirt and schmuckus right, on the schmuck. inside of his T-shirt. Which is, it's okay to have schmuckus on yeah, the inside. Yeah, Nobody sees know, it. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay, so um, 
When do you listen to the Cigar Authority? Do you listen live? Do you catch it on Monday mornings? When's your go-to time to listen to the Cigar Authority? I've I've always preferred to to see it live. I, I don't I don't I'm not a big podcast listener. Okay. Uh, so definitely live every Saturday. All right. And, and if you ended up missing it, would you go to the video portion of it, or you just listen to the podcast of it? Video for sure. And I'm going to tell you, 99% of the, more than 99% of the people listen to our show yeah. because really. What is there to watch? So what are you looking at? I mean, you're looking at us. You, you're watching me just get bigger and bigger in, in size. Then I bring Barry in just so he looks look smaller. So bad. <laughs> You've over the, well, eight, over the eight years, you've saw at least about 30 pounds on me. <laughs> well, I mean, I get to see your mustache when you have one and, yeah. you know, when you're trying to grow a beard and, you know, get to see the light shine off of Mr. Jonathan's head and watch Barry wipe stuff from his mouth onto the back of his shirt. So it's it's definitely more interesting that way. All right. So there's entertainment. They don't have a lot up there. Is it, yes. <laughs> Do you even have TV in Canada? We just got it. Oh, OK. As he's talking to us on the intranets. Right, right. What do you got, Mr. John? You got something? Well, this thing, uh, the cigar itself has uh, definitely, it started off very aggressive, very spicy. And uh, after just under an inch, it's calmed down a little bit. I was starting to get a little sick to my stomach, and that's kind of gone away a little. Maybe it's the interview with Rudy. I don't know. Yeah, making you feel better. There's definitely a lot of cedar going on with the cigar. And uh, through the nose, it's almost like a wasabi. Like you have a piece of sushi that there's a, a piece of wasabi hanging on from when you dip it into soy sauce and you feel it yeah, everywhere. It's just, it's a, and that's Ed Sullivan uh, believing it. This is, this is a spicy uh, hot pepper type of... Well, the, for me, the spice has kind of subsided. It's gotten a little that's, sweeter. That's because you haven't yet blown it through your nose, and here it is. Oh, have you? Yeah. <laughs> no. You go first. No, I cannot. Rudy, do you retrohale? Yes, as often as uh, probably three to five times per cigar. And uh, do you smoke in the house? Uh, no, I have to smoke outside. Because it's an apartment or because your wife would kill you? Because, as David says, it's not my house. <laughs> <laughs> you got all the lines. He's a here. real listener. So o- over the years, you've heard all the different segments. I mean, you, you've heard it all. I mean, you probably listen to every single show. Absolutely. Absolutely have. Favorite segment of the, of the show? Definitely Old Fart Freddy. I'm yeah. with you there. We miss him. Yeah. May he rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> Is he working today? Yes, he is. Yeah, he's listening. He'll it was talk. actually, it was a treat to meet Freddie when I was out there. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. And uh, so of, uh, it, you don't have to answer this, but. Yes, you do. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Of the, the people that are on the show, who is your favorite? Favorite character of the show? I know. I, 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 know I the can't answer. do it. I know I the answer. You love you know Mr. Jonathan. Yeah, you know it's me, Rudy. Love, Come on. You love Mr. Jonathan, don't you? I have I have the most in common with Mr. Jonathan because we're the same age. I'm going to say non-sexual. Wow. Non-sexual. <laughs> no, no goats. Yes. There's no goats involved. This is That's a safe right. space. I'm happily married. That's true. So you're not gonna you're not gonna say it, right? But it's Mr. Jonathan. Somebody has to like. So Jonathan. if you if you could take a section of the show out. 
and you were going to just say, you know what, we're going to just strike this from the show from now on. Is there a segment that you'd like to get rid of? No. Nothing. No, I, I would. And that's the thing is that's the reason I've been listening the entire time is because I would never personally change the show unless it's to make it longer. That isn't going to happen. <laughs> yeah, we're struggling with the two that, hours. That buddy. is not going to happen. But do you have a favorite show of all the things you listen to? And this was really good, an interview maybe or uh, something crazy we did on the show or one of the shows stand out? The, the shows, were, when you guys used to have, I don't remember his name, but you guys used to have a local beer guy on the show, and yeah. then you guys would sample the stuff he would bring and get ripping drunk. Yeah. <laughs> the, the chat room is saying the best shows are when we drink. Yeah, yeah. See your fake profile <laughs> typing that in. Barry wants to drink. I don't want to drink. I don't want to drink. Yeah. It's the middle of the day. And you right. wrecked the whole day. All right, so... Uh, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. There we go. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, stay right there, Rudy. We got 20 quick Canadian questions for Rudy. And we'll tell you uh, about a big cigar event in the USA. And take a peek into the asylum and a lot more. We got Rudy from Canada with us. And we're live from Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. from the chat box up in Canada, where, yes, we celebrate Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Hanukkah. We even have electricity and the internet. You're listening to The Cigar Authority. This is David Garofalo, and you've heard me say it over and over again for many years. Please support your local cigar retailer. And I mean it. If you don't buy from them, they will go away, and then what? There'll be no place to go. That being said... Sometimes you're far away from any cigar shops or a place that doesn't carry the stuff you've been hearing about and you want to try it. That's where TwoGuysCigars.com comes in. It's the number TwoGuysCigars.com. And unlike most online cigar shops, at TwoGuysCigars.com, you can buy a single cigar of whatever you want. You don't have to buy boxes or even five packs and suffer through cigars you might not even like. One of this and one of that is acceptable, appreciated, and commonplace at twoguyscigars.com. That's the number, twoguyscigars.com. Thank you for your business. Ooh, we're gonna have fun. When the Cigar Authority returns on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer & Sickle live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting 
up the diamond crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes, including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced a cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing pot. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Bubbles, bubbles. I'm J.R. Dominguez. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority. And we are back. 
live from the Lafleur Dominicana Cigar Sound Set, right above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Find us on the Cigar Authority on social media, and please be our friend and be friends with Rudy too. How are they going to find Rudy on social media? Because he doesn't have a, all that many friends on social media. We need more friends for Rudy. They got to know. He doesn't want more friends. We didn't ask him. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to so find Rudy. It's Rudy. R-U-G-E-H-R. How do you put an H and an R next to each other after an E-H-R? It just doesn't happen in the U.S. People in Canada do different things. They do that, Rudy. Can you hear us? Yes. All right. So what kind of name is that? It's German. Really? Okay. So so we're smoking cojones. Do you have uh, snowballs? You'll have to ask my wife. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Rudy, over the years, and, and it's uh, we're coming up on the uh, celebration of our eighth anniversary. Uh, have you learned anything on the show in eight years? Yeah, I've, I've learned a few things. The most memorable is probably the cigar lighting techniques. That has definitely changed my game. All right. Good. I like it. Good. We'll have to do that again. I thought he was going to say uh, not to have sex with the goat, Barry. But really? That's... Do you have a regular group of friends that you get together with in a cigar lounge up there and smoke? Uh, no, because we can't smoke in lounges up here. Um, we are forced to smoke in secret. Wow. So, I mean, it, it, well, you, you basically, you have the same kind of weather that we have, right? Maybe a little rainier? Uh, well, I mean, I would say winter is like it gets down to the low 30s, maybe high 20s. Oh, that's, that's it. That's, that's usually us. the coldest to get. He's only 10 minutes north of the border, so it's he's on the same parallel that we're on. Yeah, he gets Seattle weather where if he lived in uh, Alberta, um, it would be much colder. All right. Okay. We're smoking the C.O. Jones. It's part of Cigar Authority Care Package. And for U.S. people only. Sorry, Rudy. Can we say U.S. citizens only? Yes, we can. We just did. All right. Well, you could be here on some sort of So you're not part of this, Rudy? Did we lose Rudy? We lost. We lost. It was audio. Yeah. Your audio is off, Rudy. I don't know if it's on your side or our side. You can always dial him back. I'll tell you, I think that this cigar is made with bits of real panther because it stings the nostrils. So I have a flavor taste on this. You know... There's the big rot, red hot fireballs, not those ones. The ones in the, in the, you know, the ones in the package that there's a whole bunch of little ones. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the that, mini, the mini atomic fireballs. Atomic fireball, I believe they're called. Can you hear me? There you are, Rudy's back. Hello. There you are. Okay, we had a little problem. That's what happens when we try to cross over into other countries <laughs> to do this. I have to say, the I'm hamster on the wheel must have gotten tired. I'm most proud of you because normally you'd be losing your mind with technical difficulties, but at this point, were you used to it? I'm, but I'm getting used to it. It's not its fault. Two We're just going to blame before, Canada. Two seconds before the show started, it was scrambling to figure <laughs> oh, out yeah. how, to, how to get the thing going. It was. That was it. Barry's giving the countdown, 30 seconds. And yeah, I'm he's, like, not, he's not helping. <laughs> <laughs> I've already crapped my pants, Barry. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> Doing it on purpose. Uh, I'm getting overly cayenne peppered dark chocolate. Chocolate? Dark chocolate. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's a no. There's a little bit of a strong espresso, but I'm getting a lot of cedar and a lot of wasabi. A little saltiness, too. Yeah. This is a strong cigar, folks, so this isn't for everybody. Uh, don't be messing around. If you're not a professional, stay away from C.O. Jones. You need to I'm be a not pro. a professional, and I don't know why I... Why can't we just give me cigars that are mild with the C.O. Jones band on it? Well, we didn't, we didn't go with the Corona. We went to Churchill, so we mild it out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, wait a minute. He said, yeah, he agreed. Yeah, right. You agreed. All right, Rudy, I got questions for you. I got 20 questions. I'm going to pile through these, I hope. You ready? Yes, indeed. Okay. Canada is the second largest country and area in the world. What is number one? A, Africa. B, Russia. C, the Cigar Authority Nation. Or D, this is a trick question. Canada is number one. Russia. Russia is correct, correct. Canada, Canadians are known for hockey and their love for hockey. But where is the Hockey Hall of Fame? A, it's in the USA. B, it's in Russia. C, it's in Canada, of course. D, there's no such thing as the Hockey Hall of Fame. D. C. C, Canada, of course, is correct. Two for two. Known to be... A Dawson City Canadian tradition is hard alcohol contact uh, cocktail with a funny name. It's called the Sour Toe Cocktail. What is the ingredients? A, Sour Patch Kids. B, a real severed toe. C, toenails. D, tequila, orange juice, and espresso. T-O-E. do you, know, uh, do you know the drink? It, Dawson is it City? E? I hope it's not real. Um, <laughs> I, would, I would guess Sour Patch Kids, A. Wow, it is B, a real severed toe. <laughs> Fantastic. Dawson yeah. City, Canada. It's a tradition of drinking, the, and they get this old toe. Rudy, it's only 1,200 miles to your east, so don't worry about it. Wow, we got one wrong. Uh, which one is not from Canada? William Shatner. Justin Bieber. Mr. Jonathan or Drake? Mr. Jonathan. That correct. is correct. That uh, is are, cor- you a, are you a believer, Rudy? I'm not. Which one is not from Canada? Pamela Anderson, Dan Aykroyd, Michael J. Fox, or Steve Saka? Steve Saka. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Where is Big Beaver? What country? Big Beaver. <laughs> I've never heard of that. I am biting a girl my I knew in high school. Right now, so hard. Why would you take, take a Shame. guess? Big Beaver, where is Shame. it? Shame. Saskatchewan. It's in Canada. Where is Dildo? That would <laughs> my wife's dress. I hope it's not in Canada. It is in Canada. Uh, where is Crotch Lake? I did you I write this for hope him? Not Canada. No. It is in Canada. Where is Balls Falls? <laughs> I'm going to guess Canada. It is Canada. And where is Butthole? <coughs> to my left. I'm guessing Canada. I actually made that one up. It's, it's, a road in, it's a road in England. There is a Butthole in England. But all those places are actually in Canada. This is what they call... So you, you guys are hurting for entertainment. You're listening to the Cigar Authority all the time. And you got these places that... You name. It's the craziest thing. Where is the tallest freestanding structure in the world? Is it in Canada? It's in Canada. It is uh, the Canadian CN Tower. Yes. Okay. 
country with the most donut shops per capita? A, USA, B, Canada, C, Spain, D, China. Most donut Canada. shops. Canada is correct. Tim Hortons. Most donut shops per capita. Country with the largest tin soldier. A, Switzerland, B, England, C, USA, D, Canada. Canada. Canada is correct. <laughs> you catch on quick, Rudy. <laughs> they do up in Canada. In 1812, the first White House was burned down. Who did it? A, Switzerland, B, England, C, USA. We did it to ourselves. And D, Canada. I am saluting as I say Canada. Canada burned you down the White House. <laughs> How many states are there in the USA? 52. Wrong. The answer is Canada. <laughs> no, it's 50. There's 52 cards in a deck. There's 50 states. People get that wrong. Close enough, Rudy. You're, you're in Canada. You're okay. How many provinces are there in Canada? 13. 10. There's 13 colonies in the USA. You are almost an American. <laughs> you are almost an American. Longer life expectancy, USA or Canada? What? Canada. Canada is correct. Really? USA 79, Canada 82. Maybe we should sign up for government health care. And they got donut shops more per capita. That's the thing that you... Coincidence? I think not. You're a friggin' donut shop. How should milk be packaged? A, in a glass bottle. B, in a cardboard carton. (coughs) C, in a plastic carton. Or D, in a plastic bag. I got this, Rudy. It's a glass bottle. No question. We, we've probably had all four, but I would say plastic carton. Don't you guys do it in a plastic bag? Some places do, yeah. Yeah, here they, they serve their milk in a plastic bag. Uh, I'd like a Ziploc of milk, please. That's how they do it. Yeah, I'm all set. <laughs> That's, That's how weird. they do it. Should potato chips have ketchup in them? Absolutely not. They do up here. They do up there. You don't eat them, though. These are reasons... Why you should move to Canada. And, and the last question, should French fries have gravy on them? Yes. Yes, they should. In Canada, they do. They have free health care, long waiting lines. Mm-hmm. They have huge cigar tax. They have polar beers, maple syrup. A, they say that all the time. <laughs> I like it. Uh, you're if you, if you're you have, an A-hole is what you are. If you, have a baby, if you have a baby, you get a year off. How many children do you have? Two. Two. Two years off. Did you take advantage of both years? No, I did not. Is it two years off with pay? Uh, yeah, but it's less pay. It's uh, the employment insurance pay. How many time zones do you have there? Probably four. You have six. You have six oh, different time zones. Yeah, you guys extend a little further than we do. In the longest street in the world. They have there. I don't know what it's called, but you get the longest street in the world. So those are the questions. Those are little information about Canada that's going on. But right now, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, take no prisoners. 
Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum cigars. One of the differences between Canada and the USA is bacon. Let's face it, American bacon is better. But did you ever wonder how Canadian bacon, or as Rudy would call it, back bacon, is made? Back bacon. This week, controversy has struck in Canada as a pot-bellied pig was nursed back to health in British Columbia by the SPCA and adopted by a couple in the same province. After having the animal for about a month, the three-year-old pig was killed by the adoptive family and put on the family menu, which undoubtedly means lots of Canadian bacon at breakfast. And that's how it's made, which is not only insane, it's asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away. By the way, do you know how to get bacon to stop curling inside the frying pan? Eat it raw. You take away their brooms. Curling. Oh, God. <laughs> curling. Rudy, do you have uh, regular bacon there, or is it just Canadian bacon? Is that all you can get? Well, Canadian bacon is ham, so yes, we have regular bacon. Do you have Christmas? We have Christmas. Yeah, we just got that. Yeah. They have Boxing Day. And that's putting your stuff away, putting it back in boxes the day after Christmas, Boxing Day. No answer? Yep. Yeah, that's what you do. They definitely have Boxing Day. It is uh, like your Black Friday. So we have Black Friday and Boxing Day. Boxing Day. So this Friday is a big event. And it used to be just an event around here, but people actually fly in here. They drive up from long distances to come. March 9th, this Friday coming, is March Madness. No, it is not anything to do with basketball. It is Two Guys Smoke Shop's March Madness sale, and we're having it this Friday. And why we did March Madness, when I moved up here, we uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop was a partnership. And when we moved into the state of New Hampshire, we decided to make it a corporation. Well, and because your accountant told you to make it a corporation. Correct. And I don't know how laws work down there for, for you guys, how your taxation is, but a lot of people end up saying, oh, corporate, if, if, you, if corporations don't pay taxes. Let me tell you how wrong that is. Uh, so going back almost 20 years ago when we moved up here, when we switched over to a corporation at the end of the year, I made that year, I think $35,000 was my pay. And at the end of the year, the accountant came and said, you owe $100,000 in taxes. Now, how can you, and, and I paid taxes along the way. Right. So how could I have to pay $100,000 in taxes? And the answer was because I was a corporation and now all inventory became taxable whether I sold it or not because I bought more product it became taxable. It's so, not a write-off? Yeah. Well, that I don't know what is. What is a write-off of? Just write it off. Just write it off. Uh, so we had to pay tax on it. So I had to pay on April 15th, I had to pay $100,000 in taxes, which is very hard to do when you make 35. And I have this eating problem. 
on top of it, so it was impossible to do. So what you had to do at that point <coughs> was sell product off. Whether you made money or lost money, it didn't matter. Just get rid of product and turn it into cash so you can pay your taxes. So we did it, and we made $100,000, and we paid our taxes off. And wouldn't you know it, fast forward a year later, we ran into the same problem. And this has been going on for 20 years. So here we are again in March, uh, this Friday coming up, March 9th. We need to make a whole bunch of money to pay the taxes. So we put everything on sale. Some things uh, we blow out at less than cost. Uh, so there's unbelievable deals. If you're anywhere in the area, it's, it's like the um, running of the brides where everybody comes running in the store all at once. We open the doors at 10 o'clock. It's in Salem only. Salem, Salem location only. Um, and we do big, big numbers, and everybody loads up. It's Springtime is almost here, so uh, that's the time to do it. So if you're anywhere in the area, come on by. If you're a cigar smoker for a great deal, it's one, once, uh, once a year is all we do it. Uh, you're welcome to come down, and you too, uh, Rudy, in Canada, but you can only bring 50 cigars back with you. But people pile up, for sure. So uh, we have some questions. Uh, for people that wrote in? Well, I've been asking them as they're going on, but, uh, I mean, Michael Howe wants to know uh, any words of encouragement for cigar smokers? Uh, and I'll tell you what happens in Canada. What we end up saying when we go fight in Washington, D.C., is the problems that happen in Canada and what ends up happening that he's saying he's got an hour, at least an hour away before he hits his first cigar store. And, you know, uh, short of saying who they are or anything, is it much of a cigar store anyway? You've been to our cigar shop, Rudy. Well, look, looks like we lost Rudy again. Yeah, we lost his audio. Well, audio again. I'm going to try to get him back. This is, and I blame the pr the problem uh, not with us over here. I think it's the Canadian problem of they don't want him spilling the beans. Basically, what's I think going they on. knew he was going to. But problems happen. He's going to light us up. We you got me. You're back. Okay. Uh, so what what I was going to say is, um, you know, it's definitely a, a worthwhile shop to go to if I'm nearby. It's not as big as the two guys, but. They make the most of the space they have, and they do have quite a few cigars in the shop. Uh, but they also have a very lonely little looking um, lounge area that they used to use when it was legal, and now it's just furniture pushed against the wall. So it's very sad. So it's not legal in Washington State either for they have a cigar lounge. How long has it been illegal to smoke indoors in Canada? Uh, it's, I mean, it's different provinces, but it, it's been a while. Um, Washington State does have a few places where it is legal to smoke indoors, but um, they're Seattle's usually the private issue. private member clubs or on Indian uh, Native American reservations. Right, there's that one big casino just outside of Seattle in Snoqualmie or something like that. Snoqualmie, yeah. Yep, that you could smoke at the cigar shop, but it's an Indian casino. Yeah. So. Yeah. So did it all stem from when they started with the free health care stuff that you can have free health care, but we're going to tell you how to live? No, we've we've always had had the health care thing, uh, or at least as long as I've been alive. But it, uh, you know, in the 90s, there was there was a craze pretty much everywhere about secondhand smoke and stuff like that. And so a lot of places outlawed it outright. Some places had a trial of only smoking in in places where minors weren't permitted 
uh, and then they outlawed it after that. So it it, uh, it all kind of happened, you know, mid '90s, late '90s, that kind of thing. So there's not a big group group of you guys that you're able to get together and things like that. I mean, is there meetups or anything? You go outdoors and you all hang out or anything? There's there's private clubs and stuff like that. People go to over to somebody's house. I'm not near enough to to uh, a club like that that I I could really go. But I, I've heard about you know some people rent like a small warehouse and that's their club. All right. Do you still uh, do you still work for that big American uh, pizza chain? They're, well, they're not, they're not a pizza chain. We make uh, point-of-sale software for pizza chains. Uh, and, yes, I, I do work for them. Which is Papa Gino's. There's nothing wrong with saying it. Have you, had, have you had the pizza yet? The Papa Gino's pizza? Yeah. Yeah, we yeah had I had it, it when I was down there. Yeah, oh, we nice. had it here. Nice. And they, they own D'Angelo's Subs, too, the number nine, I recommend. And I recommend the rustic pizza from Papa Gino's. There's two strong recommendations from a fat guy. And there's nothing wrong with their regular round pizza. Yeah. As far as no. chain pizza goes, that's the best pizza that there is on the market. So, Rudy, as a person who can buy Cuban cigars legally versus Dominican, Honduran, and Nicaraguan, which do you prefer? If money's no object. If, yeah. And we lost, we lost him again. We <laughs> lost him again. All I, if, if you're watching on here, all I want to say is thank you for coming on, Rudy. We won't, we're not going to try to bring you back because uh, we got to go to break and, and close out this segment anyway. But uh, that's Rudy from Canada. He's been listening since day one. Every single show, he deserved a, a shot on here. Anybody put himself through 400. That kind of misery. We're talking about 450 shows. There's 900 hours. My God, we should send him something, right? My God. Okay, so that's it. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, it's Barry's birthday. And uh, Barry Stein, this is your life. Jeez. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm out. We're going to see what makes Barry Stein tick. And I think it's a goat. But we'll find out. We're going to see uh, what we can do to help with his ticks. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, in Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Ah, now streaming. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Raphael Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you call it for an encore. 
In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. All aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soil of Estelian Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habato uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tobacco Palma in the Dominican Republic. 
blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This yep. is the Cigar Authority. That's right. The authority. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? On everything cigar. Go too far. In. There's too much to lose. And out of the cigar industry. Keep With your host. Come on, Diablo. David Garofalo. On count of three, name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One. Two, three. Velociraptor. Mr. Jonathan. You know what? I respect women. I love women. I respect them so much that I completely stay away from them. Barry Stone. What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere. A former gravekeeper now about to become the Masters champion. It's time to light them up. Favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. It's time. Good, Good housekeeping. For the Cigar Authority. Can we just become best friends? Yep. And we are back with our number two broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Sound Set. And what's up in the cigar world? What's coming up on the Cigar Authority? And it's Barry's birthday. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, broadcasting over eight years, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the the United Podcast Network. You catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog on thecigarauthority.com. All right, we're going cold. We got cold brew and we got a cold birthday cake for Barry. Happy birthday, Barry. Thank you very much. Right, pull yourself out a slice there, buddy. Barry. Happy birthday. Barry. Happy birthday. And you're not doing flour now, right? So we did ice cream cake. They didn't have the fudgy the wheel. Are you a fan of the fudgy the wheel? <laughs> I am definitely a fan of yeah. the fudgy the wheel. <laughs> Just guessing. 
but uh, so am I. But we went with the Carvel um, mixture of vanilla and chocolate. Dave, obviously you realize the, the Santa is the fudgy the whale turned in a different direction and decorated differently. No, it is not. It absolutely is. It, it, people, it's a conspiracy theory. I don't Can think you pass this to, to Ed that. Sullivan back there? Thank you. Sean the barista. Sean, are you going to have a piece? Yeah, I may as well. It's your birthday. Thank you, Sean. Sean, would you like a piece? Uh, there's no more plates, so you're going to have to serve yourself. <laughs> All right, bring it out for the audience. Barry's birthday cake. Thank you very much, Dave. Don't wait too long. No lip smacking either because that bothers people. Some people like <laughs> it the best. Jink. It's Barry's birthday. can smack his lips. It's my party, and I'll smack my lips if I want to. I bet I'm, you will. I'm a fan of the little crunchy things in between the vanilla and the chocolate. Agreed. I don't like the cold, though. Can you have ice cream cake warm? No. <laughs> no, but that would be soup. Mm. What about freeze-dried ice cream? Like astronaut ice cream. Yeah. They, the nitro, the people with, uh, with, well, I can't remember what it's called. Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero in um, Nashua, New Hampshire. They start with cream in a bowl. Then they squirt nitrogen oh, on it. Yeah. And they make it right there for you fresh. Nice. There's, no, there's actually no ice cream in the store. There's just cream. And you order whatever you order. They mix it in. I went Sunday. Pretty By the cool. way, before we went to break, we had asked Rudy if he preferred Cubans or non-Cubans. Yep. So he's always in our chat room with Cigar Sinist, and he answered that he prefers non-Cubans. All right. So he's in the chat room right now. So the people in the chat box can ask him, uh, you know, what's with the goat and whatever. Speaking of cream, you got a little something on your mustache there, buddy. Hold on a minute. Inside of my shirt. <laughs> there we go. Nobody can see it. It's beautiful. <laughs> All right, so I said to Barry, what do you want to smoke for your birthday? Uh, and this is what he chose. Yeah, it's funny. You asked me, and I was just about to go into the store to buy one, and I was like, eh, might as well have Dave get it for the show. There so. we go. Um, today's second cigar is the Diamond Crown Maximus. And it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by a Toro Fuente for J.C. Newman Company. We are smoking the number four, which is a Toro measuring six by 50. And the wrapper is the El Bajo Ecuadorian Lajero Oscuro Sungrown with Dominican binder and fillers. A single cigar will set you back $14.59, while a box of 20 is $2.55.99, which is a savings of just under $36, excuse me, just over $36, or 12% off the single price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. So this is the wrapper. I'm, I'm surprised. This is Ecuador? Ecuadorian Lajero Oscuro Sungrown. Wow. So you wouldn't look at this and say Ecuador. I mean, this is... Look at all the bumps on it and stuff. It... You know, would resemble broadleaf. Pretty close to, yeah. Would have never guessed that. Uh, looking at it. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. Guys, don't be shy. Have the ice cream. It's going to melt. Ice cream cake. It's good. Tastes creamy. There's a uh, 
a lobstery, shellfishy kind of component to the cold draw. Shellfish. I thought we disabled that button. You see, uh, Browns, uh, Browns in uh, the, the, the seacoast. Seacoast. Yeah, underwater. Underwater. Again. Wow. That's twice this year they got hit. I, I recommend moving. They've been there forever, but. Could and a uh, former member of the two guys' family, Terry Fournier, his house is underwater for the second time. Oh, really? Yeah. He's right there? He's right there. We're going to light our Diamond Crown Maximus Toro number four with the Vertigo Stealth. The Stealth features three jets, the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. You're not, you're not far off on that taste Unless it just went into my mind. No, I kind of got it. Yeah. I, I was thinking, you know, shrimp. No kidding. It's yeah. a fishy cold draw. Yeah. That's crazy. I have never tasted that. I've That's tasted weird. it a couple of times. I always feel goofy putting it on Cigar Journal's uh, notes when they ask for the cold draw. Every They've once never... in a while it happens, and I'm like, uh. They've never used it. They don't, is... don't, they don't use a lot of your terminology. They don't. Because it's some crazy stuff. So the Vertigo Stealth retails for twenty nine ninety nine. A lot of a lot of lighter for twenty nine ninety nine. And a member of our audience, Frank Corey, he uh, gifted me for my birthday four original kilos. Really? Well, the kilos from that we released. So, so yeah. you're gonna save a couple of them? No. Oh come on! No, they'll be gone by Monday. <laughs> Cigars are meant for smoking. I can I always know, buy but more. Can't buy that. <laughs> no. But I'll buy something else. See, if you gifted me one, I'd save it for you. Then I will do that. It's the same damn thing. Well, he's my safety deposit box. Just don't <laughs> smoke it. No, I can't do that. It's there. You're there. I'm not smoking you. Thankfully. Here we go. Thank you. So, Barry Stein, this is your life. Where were you born? Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Broward County. Really? I didn't know that. I thought it was New York. No, I'm, a, I'm adopted. Uh, I don't hide the fact that I'm adopted. And uh, my parents adopted me from uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Oh, wow. And do you ever find them? Uh, I know my birth mother was uh, Irish, um, which played into part of the reason why I converted. Was? Yeah, no longer with us. Okay. Uh, died of a drug overdose. Oh, boy. So I, I definitely lucked out being adopted. All right. And the father, no idea? No idea. No idea? Okay. Um, he was an illegitimate bastard. Yeah? And do you have any idea what you weighed when you were born? 14 pounds, 3 ounces. Really? I've always been big Big. Boned. I've always been big bone. Yes. You got an awful lot of me wrapped around them big bones, buddy. <laughs> wow. And did you didn't spend any time in Florida right away you were, you were gone? Four days and okay. two to four days and then I was gone. And isn't gone. that funny? You end up back in Florida working in Miami. Miami, yeah. Yeah. Did you know it then? That I, that I was from there? Oh, yeah. 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 No, no. I've known. So growing up, I, I used to live in an apartment building. And uh, me and my friends used to play in the courtyard of the building. In New York? In New York. And there was this crazy old lady that lived underneath us. And she didn't like that we played in the courtyard, even though the owner of the building said that he's okay with it. This way our parents could see us. And she used to call me a black market baby. So I had no clue what that went, meant. So I asked my parents. I was probably in kindergarten and first grade. And they explained to me. What kind of nut is she, Exactly. Huh? Wow. Yep. 
Wow. So during those old days of growing up, are you friends with anybody from way back when yeah, you were a kid? Yeah, I, I, I maintain a lot of contacts uh, basically through uh, Facebook. Uh, you know, for me, the people I went to school with or friends with as a kid drifted apart as I got older. Sure. But reconnected with them through Facebook. All right. A lot of retired cops, so on and no so forth. No kidding. Yep. Okay. So where'd you go to uh, high school? Uh, James Madison High School in Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York. And you, did you ever go to the high school reunion no, or anything? No, we'd never go to a reunion. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't pay me to go to a reunion. That's how I feel, too. Mm-hmm. Do you, you do it, Jonathan? Go to reunions or anything? Yeah, I DJ them every 10 years. Okay. If they hire you to do it, they don't hire me. No? You do it for free. So how did you start smoking cigars? When um, did that happen? So I used to hang out in a section of Brooklyn called Bay Ridge. And uh, my friend Eric used to work in a cigar shop. And uh, he said, why don't you stop by and have a cigar? And I had just quit cigarette smoking. I had pneumonia and I quit cigarettes cold turkey. So I was like, all right, let's go have a cigar. So I went into the cigar shop. I smoked a Macanudo with the R on it. So it was the Macanudo Robust. Robust, yeah. And uh, watched the Yankees for a little while. And everybody in the neighborhood thought it was a wise guy place. So I didn't really want to overstay my welcome. So I left after a half hour. Went back a couple of days later watching the game. Um, They weren't showing the stats on TV. And the owner of the shop, my buddy Ron, was getting pissed they weren't showing the stats. So I started quoting the stats. And sure off enough, memory. Off memory. And once they fixed it, it was matching what I had said. And I was like, all right, I'll see you guys later. He's like, you ain't going anywhere. And I eventually became a partner in the place. There we go. So Barry Statstein. Yeah. 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 Knew, knew that going on for uh, when we first interviewed you yeah. from being on the show. And then from there, you got really big into the cigars. Yeah, I got, like, huge into it. I started, were you huge into it while you were working in the store, or was that even after that? Um, it, it, the camaraderie of the, the cigar shop yeah. helped feed the interest. Yeah. And then I started to want to know everything I could about it. So I started a cigar blog. Yeah, or one of the first guys ever, right? Yeah, I think guy. the first one was uh, the guys from Stogie Review. Okay. Um, they'll probably say it was somebody else, but they were the first one I noticed. Yeah. And they did strictly video, and I didn't want to watch a video review. So at the, uh, at the pushing of Sam Lucia from Nub Fame, I started a cigar blog. Okay, well, he's the one to push you to do he it. He pushed me to do wow. it. Wow. He actually gifted me a box of every wrapper of Nub, and he goes, here you go for your first reviews. Wow. And that's how it started. Isn't that interesting? You didn't save any of those. No. Smoke them all. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't save any. All right. Right now, let's find out what's up in the cigar world with the birthday boy, Barry Stein. It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. First if you time haven't ever done it yet, this. be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. Mr. Jonathan ate all his ice cream cake. And, and then, then he s- took some of mine. Took some of your birthday cake. How dare you? That is so... It was melting. It's still <laughs> melting. 
You know how I feel about mess. But he's being interviewed, so he didn't have time to eat because I'm he's taking care to... of him. There's plenty of birthday cake All left. All right. So the Habanos Festival is underway in Cuba, and to start the festival, Cuban Cigars Habanos SA announced that they are responsible for $500 million in cigar sales in 2017. And my question is, do you believe that number? Yes. I think they do. I've been told that they do as much as a billion dollars total. Mm-hmm. Now, they, I think the 500 million came from China by itself. Well, they were saying this is worldwide 500 million dollars in their in their pre-festival announcement. Maybe it's five 500 million already this year. Well, 2017 it was for last year. Wow, oh, okay. it's it's low. I thought it was a little low yeah, as well. It, it, I think it's supposed to be a billion dollars, mm-hmm. but. In Hoya de Nicaragua celebrated their 50th anniversary this week, having opened their doors in a leap year on February 29, 1968. And the oldest cigar company in Nicaragua is slated to release a 50th anniversary cigar this year. So they just had their 50th anniversary. They knew it was coming. It just came and went, and they don't have it. No. It's so crazy. It's so them. It's so all it's so the entire Latin America. Yep. Oh, my God. Okay. And lastly, Maryland has decided to join the party no one wanted to invite them to, as this week they proposed legislation that would change the age for tobacco from 18 to 21. Leave his cake alone. And that's what's up in the <laughs> cigar world. What's up? You're making them very cigar nervous. World was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. <laughs> the Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is what's up? Mr. Jonathan likes ice cream. I, I found the bad thing that you like. It's ice cream. Yeah, ice cream's okay. Wow. I had to scarf that down before he my finished God, it on though, my... But don't you get the brain freeze nah. or anything? Nothing. You're going to have it to freeze it. There we go. Exactly. <laughs> Next week, Mr. Jonathan Connie comes back. He was here not too long ago, the vice president of sales for La Fleur Dominicana. We're going to talk to him about shortages. Is it real or is it marketing? <laughs> can't ask him that. I'm asking him. You can't ask him that. Because it is crazy. We're not getting nothing. Midoros, Andalusians, oh La Mocada. Oh, my God. That's crazy. We're getting nothing. Is this real? You got some splaining to do. Right. We're going to talk to him. We're He's gonna not going to come on if he knows in advance <laughs> that that's the kind of crap you're going to ask no, I'm him. I'm going to ask him. And um, we're going to go to uh, March 17th. We're going to go to Wishful Thinking, cigars, collaborations, and events that we wish could happen. This was somebody uh, who uh, recommended this, uh, things that we wish could happen with FDA now, a lot of things can't happen anymore, so we're going to say if they could, what we wish that could happen um, and uh, best cigars for the money on March 24th each category, which the best cigars, we'll all give you the answers to that you're wondering which, which ones you should be picking up and giving a shot, we're going to tell you what we recommend, all the way to March 31st it's the Cigar Authority's 8th anniversary show, 8 years down. Following week will be year number 9 will begin. 8 year anniversary, a recap of old episode stories, and uh, hopefully we can get to some redone commercials and intros and things like that. By the way, you, had, uh, you asked about Glenn Loop on a future show. He says he's in. 
Um, so you can add Glenn Loop to the calendar. Okay, we got we got him on the date we had scheduled, yes. right? Perfect, beautiful. We got him on there too. So the schedule is filling up. Uh, right after that show becomes the uh, time of year that things start. Uh, April is here, and the cigar companies are not afraid to come to New England because they're afraid to come. Uh, Justo Aroa. Uh, will be here, and it'll be the worldwide launch of the Aladino Maduro. We're going to launch it here first, nice. uh, and it's going to be with him, and we'll build from there, and we got lots of people coming to, on the show as the weather breaks. By the way, I would like to propose the March 17th show. It's a Saturday, St. Patrick's Day. We should be drinking. You okay. would propose that every week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That is the, is I'd that like to Saint, propose next week Day? because it's yes, Saturday it and we're broadcasting that we're drinking. <laughs> All right, I'm going to add that. St. Patrick's. Oh, God. No, nice, I'm nice not Irish. drinking green beer. I'm telling you right now. Nah, a little Glen Fittich, Glen Livet, any uh, Glen will do. Yeah, I'm down with some scotch. <laughs> uh, so we'll add drinking. You know I, when somebody is smoking a pipe and it it smells better than what it tastes like, th- that tobacco? Like early this week, we had a guy in here smoking. Yeah, that was a little, little vanilla crap going on. But the the one that is is it Latakia? Latakia, which is medicine-y smell. But it that's not the one I'm thinking of. What's the the fire cured tobacco, or is it just fire cured tobacco? Just fire cured tobacco. All right, so black Cavendish. Yeah, this Mm -hmm. has that smoky. It's not unpleasant, but it's. It's definitely more aggressive in the smoke coming off of it than it is in the taste. I don't think it's nearly as strong as C.O. Jones. No way. Nah. I'm getting uh, some cinnamon notes, uh, a little bit of mesquite. Um, yeah, it's, me, it's smoky. Yeah, for me, it's a yeah. really enjoyable stick. Mesquite's step. a good word it's for smoky it. Component. How the hell does he get it? Maybe it was I vocalized it better than well, you did. Mesquite, I think, was the, the was the word. It, it was more that he pronounced cinnamon correctly. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I've been got, making a habit of that. Yes, I think you're off on a roll. Um, so you smoke a lot of cigars a week. What do you think? How many? Pe- or people ask me all the time about <laughs> me. They must ask you, right? Yeah, I do four to six a day. Uh, on a day like today, I'll probably do closer to ten. Wow. And uh, I wonder why you don't have any nubs left. <laughs> That's why I smoke them, because I smoke too much to afford to store them. Can't, can't store them. So. Wow. A ten is. Hey, this is already number four for today. That's half a That's box. That's excessive. That's excessive. Although, in the interest of full disclosure, this is number the- four for me as well. Because we had the two samples this morning. Uh, it's number Maduro. four for me, too. It's number four. When you start figuring it out, you know, I say, yeah, I probably average about five. But when you think about it, if I'm four in and it's one o'clock in the afternoon. I'm done after this, though. This is this is too much strong stuff back to back. Although the Maximus is milder than the C.O. Jones, but it's I'm done tapping out for the day. Yeah. And people think Dominican cigars. No, Dominican cigars aren't full bodied. Baloney. Depends what you're talking about. They can be strong. You know, I, I, I would put Hochi stuff and La Fula Dominicana stuff at the top of the heap um, when it comes to strength. But a this, lot of this, cigar. this cigar is very uncharacteristic for what comes out of the Fuente factory and what J.C. Newman has from yes. the Dominican side of things. Yeah, this is... Is it that? Uh, this is the Opus X of the Diamond Crown. Yeah, that's where I was going. Yeah. I mean, they certainly have proven over the years that they can make powerhouses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have um, the Ashton one, VSG. Yep. 
So this is in that category of, of what it is. Very interesting wrapper of this that I never realized. This is not a go-to for me at all. And I'm a big Diamond Crown guy, Diamond Crown or Julius Caesar, but not this one because it's a little too heavy. Yeah, strong. So Joe Gutt's asking me in the chat room my favorite part of the job at you guys slash the Cigar Authority. And it, it's, honestly, it's just coming to work. Um, not to kiss ass, but I, such a I get along with you, Jonathan. I get, now, a, I get along barely. with you. Now, no, we get along now. Things have gotten much better between now, us. Now that you're not in the same building. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I probably still wouldn't be employed if we were in the same building. It's a fair point. Um, Dave's great to work for. You know, I, I come to work and I smoke cigars all day. Yeah. There's nothing to be upset about. Well, that. you don't have to deal with him now that he's uh, full bore on the I send him a lot of emails. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going. I call him one, once, twice a day sometimes. Mm-hmm. I haven't been yelled at in a long time. I'm yeah, starting it's to get a little, uh, nah, we got little nervous. Coming. We got something coming, but we don't want to do it on your birthday. So <laughs> wait till Monday. Okay. Birthday's over. All right. Um, all right. It's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. And it's brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? It's Barry's birthday, so we're going to go to food. Yes. 500 bucks. Yes. To eat a tabletop size apple pie made from apples from the ground, knowing these apples, it, uh, known full well that some of those apples were rotten that went inside there. So a rotten apple pie. No. No? No. I have sex with a goat, but yeah. <laughs> rotten apples? No. Well, now here's the thing. Not all the apples are rotten. No. But you know some must have Some been. were, but you're cooking the pie, and you're going to hit an internal temperature, if I'm not mistaken, Ed Sullivan, of uh, at or near 150 degrees Fahrenheit, which, although is not boiling, is too hot for the, any of the bad apple pathogens to continue to, to survive. I think it boils. So you Doesn't end it up, bubble? Yeah, yeah, but the center of it is what you're dealing with. <laughs> the center of it's got to be the 150, so... I'm going to say I would do it for the 500 bucks, and uh, if you want to put your money where your mouth is, you can find the rotten apples, and I'm in. How about them apples? Ah. You like apples? I got a number. How do you like them apples? You may have done it. You made an eight apple pie with no, some I've, rotten I've apples. Been in, I've been into an apple once that was rotting, and it just tasted foul. Yeah. You know what's worse than uh, Plus a worm in your apple? What's worse than a worm in an apple? Finding half a worm in your apple. Uh, right. Absolutely. So uh, since you came here uh, to the Cigar Authority, to two guys, um, you found the love of your life. You got married. Yep. Your first marriage? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I still don't know. I I might be committing, uh, what is it, bigamy, two marriages? Polygamy, I think. Polygamy. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, tell us quickly that that story. Uh, So I was invited down to La Aurora in the Dominican Republic with a bunch of bloggers. And one of the bloggers there was uh, Mario Takeyama, who went on to work for Jewish State, who's now back in Japan. And he starts filming commercials for his video blog. And there's a couple Dominican girls there, and I convinced them to do a commercial with me. And I'm like, smoking La Aurora, drinking Presidente. It's muy caliente. And when I said muy caliente, they took the tops off. So everybody's like, oh, that's it. You're getting married. I'm like, no, I'm not getting married. You're crazy. This ain't happening. Why? When you see the tops, you got to marry her? Oh, you know. It's all about the areola. If you make eye contact with it, (laughs) now you have to be wed in that country. I was with socially inept bloggers. And it's like they'd never seen a pair of tits before. Ah. 
So Guillermo's like, no, 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 you're getting married. Guillermo Leone, the owner of La Aurora. Next thing I know, he asked me for my passport. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go along with this. It's a gag. Give him my passport. They're on the phone. They're making calls. And this gentleman shows up who's a justice of the peace. They have the paperwork. They tell me to sign the paperwork. You sign the paperwork. I'm thinking it's still a joke at this point. All right. So next thing you know, they do the ceremony. You may kiss the bride. I'm married. Did you consummate huh. that? No, because I was worried that it was an actual thing. And it's and not real. Exactly. In the eyes of the Lord. So we go back to Guillermo's house, and he introduces his wife to my wife. This is Barry's wife. So now I'm like, oh, my God, did this really just happen? Huh. Barry. So to this day or not, I don't know. Did you I at least make no eye contact with the areolas no. after You don't even know her name. I don't remember her name. She remembers yours. <laughs> by, by any chance, were you drinking? Of course. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's a big surprise. Will you be drinking tonight? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he says it like he's been waiting. Right. For a whole 24 hours. It's, it's been uh, it's been 14 hours since I had a drink. Oh I'm my going God. through a draw. That's it. Thank God you had some ice cream uh, in between. Okay, some thoughts here on the Diamond Crown Maximus. What I'm surprised about is after smoking that CO Jones, what a drop in strength this is. And this is typically on the upper end of what I can handle. Almost too strong for me, usually. But compared to the CO Jones, I got still a little weight on my chest, but it's, it's tolerable. It's good. It's good. Yeah, for me, this is coming off as medium bodied. And, and you know what? If I didn't smoke it after CO Jones, I would say, yeah, it's medium to full, a little closer to yeah. full. But following up that cigar, this is definitely milder than the C.O. Jones. Full flavor. you got to have a leather tongue to really get through that C.O. Right. Jones. Leather tongue and, and, and no innards because the pressure is just too much. This is uh, barbecue-y, smoked, mm-hmm. smoked meats. I wish we had some barbecue potato chips with us. Mm. That would be a good pairing. Do they make ruffled barbecue potato chips? Because I feel like that's a missing part of the, the market. Yeah? The ruffled but barbecued. They do. Yeah. Have you had the potato chips with the, with the ketchup in it? Never. Never in my life. I'll never put ketchup in my mouth as long as I live. Hmm. It's disgusting. You're, you're a weird dude, Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> I'm a, but I'm not you saying are, anything. You won't eat all tomatoes. You, For you, you it's won't that. eat tomatoes. They're not But you'll eat ketchup. And I won't do peanut butter and chocolate. That's just sacrilegious. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, more about Barry, his favorite cigars, his favorite foods, his favorite cocktails, all of them. <laughs> We're live from Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. 
The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. You know I used to work for him. You did? Did you? <laughs> I had and no he, idea. And he thanks me all the time. I don't know what that's all about, but welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Sound Set. It's Barry's birthday, so we're eating, drinking, not what he prefers, but he'll get to that, and smoking because Barry likes it. Welcome back, everybody. We're smoking the Diamond Crown Maximus. 
I like it very much. I'm sh- I just don't go to it. It's been a long time since since I went to it. Maybe it is that we went to very strong, down a we little bit. We smoked in the right order. I would have thought the opposite. I, I agree. Usually you would go milder before stronger. Not when you're dealing with that strong. Get that out of the way. But then I thought I'd be one and done after you smoke something like that. We don't have a choice. But I like we it. We got two hours. I like it. I'm enjoying smoking it. I'm going to smoke it all the way through. If there's anything left, I'm going to keep smoking it. It's good. I concur. A lot of sweetness to it. Some uh, barbecue taste. The, the cinnamon is definitely pulled back a little bit. But it's more, yeah, there's more smokiness to it. Like, say you were having a barbecue. This is what you want to smoke while you're having a barbecue. Yeah. You're, you're on the grill. You're yeah, you got, a, you got on a, the grill. a little bit of that salty component, that smokiness. You can t- kind of taste the burnt ends from the meat. Yep. Next barbecue I have, I'm going to smoke this cigar while I'm doing the barbecue. And are you a barbecuer? Yes. A, you are. Yeah, every so chance cook, I get in the summer. But, but you do bar- you like doing barbecue? I love doing barbecue. That's how guys are. They don't like cooking. Mr. Jonathan's different. He's half a guy. Anyway. There's less cleanup when you barbecue, so that's why I like it. Yeah. I like barbecue, cooking, baking, whatever. I'm okay with it oh, all. Oh, you were doing the barbecue over at the other store. You got to miss that. Yeah, I do. We still yeah. do it. Yeah, okay. Wednesday, we're going we're gonna to do the, uh, the Nashua tradition. We're going to barbecue some hot dogs. And uh, whenever it's yeah. somebody's birthday, yeah. we throw some dogs on the barbecue. And, yeah, absolutely. And we waited Wednesday because Old Fart Freddy is off till Wednesday. So All right. So uh, favorite cigars. So of all your cigars, what's your favorite? If money's no object, yeah. out of bay all day, every day. Um, definitely one of my favorite cigars. Uh, Padron Principe. Yeah. Those are the only two cigars <laughs> I've given 100 rating to. Um, I still like some geeky stuff. I still like my tatuajes. Um, I like some of the soccer stuff. I'm definitely loving the wise man Maduro. Yeah. But if money was no object, you know, you can't smoke. When but, you smoke so many cigars, you can't smoke a $20 cigar all the time. Yeah. Or even as high as 33 you, you say Padron. You say the wise man Maduro, right. Steve Saka stuff, the, the dark wrappers. Right. I like full-bodied cigars. And then you go to Atabay, which is a light shade. But it's not light flavor. But it has the most flavor of any of the cigars that I've mentioned. It's just so complex that you can't get bored with it. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't go with the Byron Petit Poema. See, I like the, the Londonesis in the Byron. Really? But if I'm spending $20, 24 $30 a cigar, uh, I'm leaning toward the Atabay. I just find it to be incredibly flavorful. My favorite cigar of all. I told you the day I met you, right? Yep. Um, Good thing I liked it when you gave it to me. I well, might not be here. No, you didn't have to like it. I just wanted to see. You had you to like it. Thought. It was a test. So how about favorite foods? Italian. Italian and sushi. Um, at the same time? No. <laughs> no. But I can live on either, you know, if I eat nothing but sushi and Italian for the rest of my life. But you can't have Italian ever again because you're I can't flour. Do, I can't do red sauce. Or flour. I, I haven't really noticed if flour is triggering my cough or not, All but right. definitely red sauce. I thought you said he was off I the flour. I thought it was flour. Mm-hmm. I thought flour too, but because it was pizza, but it was the red sauce. It the was pizza. the red sauce. Okay. Yeah, the red sauce. So we could have had normal cake. We could have, but and I could have turned I, it down. I, right? I, 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 I'm <laughs> glad we did the ice cream cake, Wayne. All right. So you fan of a ravioli? Love the ravioli. Do you know Mr. Jonathan does not like a ravioli? Scott, I don't like a ravioli. I don't. My favorite food of all. I don't like ricotta. I don't like ricotta. Ravioli's fine. Stuff it with mushrooms. Stuff it with lobster. See, I don't know if it's a New York thing or maybe it, we leave the vowel off of everything. It's mozzarella. It's ragout. Well, it is. It's prosciutto. Yeah, it is. You're a dork. That's what it is. 
uh, favorite drink? Free, <laughs> free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tequila shots. Uh, really? Yeah. Ah, tequila's crap. Bacardi, man. Bacardi XO. Yeah. Which is uh, not Bacardi XO. Uh, Zacapa XO. Okay. I had a brain freeze. It's the ice cream. High end rum. Yeah, Zacapa XO. It's just a hundred dollars a bottle. So what crap though, tequila for you shots. Like I like doing yeah? tequila shots. Oh my god, you, get, you don't get hangovers. No. Or yeah, it's a profession. I, tequila has never affected me. Really? Oh my god. Does it make your clothes fall off? No. How about restaurant? Patricia's in the Bronx, New York, 1080 Morris Park Avenue. <laughs> Phone number? Six four six. But I took my wife there, and oh, I, I didn't have a reservation. And I, I, I go way back with them. Uh, my business partner kept his son out of jail. Uh, but we went there. I didn't have a reservation. There were like 20 people in line. And my wife's like, oh, I don't want to eat here. I don't want to wait. I'm like, don't worry about it. Tell us to sit at the bar, have a drink, and like a scene from Goodfellas, they bring a table out of the basement, they nice. put another table down, send over a bottle of wine. I tell my wife, whatever you do, don't order anything simple. So what does she do? She orders big ziti. Oh, God. And I ordered uh, money bag pasta. Have you ever money yeah. bag? So she regrets that she ordered that. But it was, you know, they sent over the bottle of wine. The dessert was on the house. <laughs> Patricia's, if you're ever in New York... Bourguignon family, phenomenal Italian Yeah, food. it's like when you know the restaurant stuff. We, when we, we took you one of the first days you came here and said, we're going to go to this place or something. This is what you ordered. Yeah, you didn't even tips. know what it was. Yeah. I'm like, that's the stuff they cut off and they throw away. What the hell is a steak tip? This is what you order and this is how you order it. Mm -hmm. Just do what I tell you to do. And it's like, oh, my God, okay. Because you know what? this is how it goes. Yeah, uh, it was in Everett, wasn't it? Uh, so uh, Chelsea, okay, right next to Everett. Uh, favorite place to live. So you've lived, well, for a little bit, I guess. You lived in Fort Lauderdale, mm -hmm. New York, couple of days, yeah. Miami, mm -hmm. now New Hampshire, yeah. little Connecticut, little Connecticut. Yeah. Um, Any place else? No, that's that's it. Yeah. I, w I would go back to Florida, but the Gulf Coast. Yeah. But probably not for another, uh, I'm going to be 50, so probably another 15 years or so. so that's where you're going to retire. Yeah. So yeah. you're assuming you're going to still be working at Two Guys Smoke Shop that whole time? Yes. <laughs> Good. I will outlast you. <laughs> Many people have said that. Many. Many have tried and failed. All right. We're going to go to the Classic Three-Way brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of Epic Rap Battles. <laughs> Now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. I tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let me know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com That's twoguyscigars.com Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Who's our champion? I think it's Barron's. No, I don't think I won no, last week. No. I think Jonathan won. Yeah. No way. Yeah, he, no, has, I, he has these obscure people that I was almost no shut out last week. It was, it was either you or Ed Sullivan. 
I think it was you, Barry. All right. I think okay. it was you, Barry. I think it was. We'll let you go first anyway because it's your birthday. And uh, staying on the theme of uh, Rudy from Canada, uh, famous Canadian birthdays. Okay. Nothing to do with the day. It's famous people from Canada and what their birthday is. So I'll start with Justin Bieber, pop star who propelled to fame after his YouTube single Baby came an international hit. His first album, My World 2.2, debuted as a number one billboard and went on to sell over 5 million copies worldwide. He was born on March 1st in Canada. What year? 1993. 93. Ed Sullivan. 1994. 94. 1990. 1990. Somebody's got two points. Ed Sullivan. Wow. Two points. 1994. Ed Sullivan, you must be a believer. Uh, it's the Selena Gomez connection. Aha. Uh-huh. All right, back to no Ed Sullivan. Drake, rapper, born Audrey Drake Graham, is a former Degrassi TV actor who became a rap phenomenon after his album Thank Me Later went platinum. His second album, Take Care, won Grammy Awards for Best Rap Album Certified Quadruple Platinum. Born October 24th in Canada. What year? 1982. 82, Mr. J. I don't think he's that old. I think he's younger than Bieber, and I'm going to say 95. 95. You uh, shut up. Degrassi was the late 90s, so he couldn't be. 1978. 78. 82 will take it, Ed Sullivan. It's 86. Ed Sullivan now has three points. You guys have nothing and it's over to Mr. Jonathan. It's my birthday. You're supposed to let me win. <laughs> Jim Carrey, TV actor who did stand-up comedy in a local Toronto comedy club before moving to Los Angeles, finding success as a cast member in a sketch comedy show, Living Color, starred in such comedies as Dumb and Dumber, Mask, The Cable Guy, Liar Liar, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and more. Born January 17th. What year? All righty then. 1968. 68, Barry. 62. 62. 1965. 65. Somebody's got two points. It's the birthday boy. Son of a... It's 1962. Gets two points. Barry, two. Ed Sullivan, three. And Mr. Jonathan is zero. And it's over to Barry again. John Belushi was a comedian, actor, singer, Belushi, best known for his intense energy and attributed which an attitude which displayed in his seven original cast members on the NBC sketch comedy Saturday Night Live. Belushi died from complications of drug intoxication caused by injection of heroin and cocaine mixture known as a speedball. Born January 24th. What year? 53. 53. Ed Sullivan. 1957. 57. Uh, 1950. 1950, and everybody is over. 1949. I almost said 1942. Everybody is over, and it's over to the birthday boy. How? Uh, Ed, I just went okay. first. Okay, it's over to uh, Ed Sullivan. Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel, after being expelled from high school for impersonating a member of the school board and signing a cons- uh, construction contract, he became a carpet salesman, then I, became a comedian. That's a true story. I could do that. And later, a game show host. He became most popular NBC game show Deal or No Deal, which is also appearing for also appearing on the medical drama St. Elsewhere as Dr. Wayne Fiscus. 
and after creating a children's cartoon, Barbie's World, born November 29th in Canada. What year? 1956. 56. 50. 50. I have 67. 67. 50 will take it. Mr. Jonathan gets Finally. a point. It's 55. He was very That's close. Right. Keep cheering. Keep cheering. We have one question left. <laughs> we have a tiebreaker if we need it. Um, this goes to Jonathan. Mr. Jonathan. Uh, last question without a tiebreaker. Celine Dion, pop and dance artist known for singing the theme from Titanic. My heart will go on. She won the Diamond Award for selling over 200 million albums. Born March 30th. What year? 1955. 55. So she just turned 50, so 1968. 68. 1963. 63. We got two points. Barry Stein for the point and win. Whoa. That's it. Four to three to one. Barry Stein is the champion. That is it. I had, uh, as a tiebreaker, it's a good thing I didn't get it because my tiebreaker was printed on the next page, which I don't have. Oh, nice. <laughs> so it's perfect. Huh? How it works out? It's your birthday. That's your gift. You're the champion. How do you like that? How do you like them apples? There we go. We're smoking the Diamond Crown Maximus. <clears throat> so I went into uh, Dave's office. I had a concern. I saw something on Facebook. Mm. I walked into his office, and I said, you need to stop what you're doing. This is important. And he says, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go, no, no, look at me. In the eye, I could ask you a serious question. And he goes, all right, this sounds important and serious. I go, did you pay for my Girl Scout cookies and take them home? Because they had to have arrived by now. They have not arrived. I did not touch the Girl Scout cookies. I wouldn't take your Girl Scout cookies. You'd pay for them and possibly take them. I checked the, both freezers. No, there are no Girl Scout cookies anywhere. So we got a question in the chat room from a longtime lurker, longtime listener. Lurker. Yeah, and he wants to know what Jonathan's beef with me is, that he's tired of the petty criticism. Ah. Because <laughs> that's just the way he is. And they uh, go on to say that uh, they should, we should bring back Tommy G instead. Mm. Ah. He would take your spot in one second. He would love it. He would love it. You can't have it, Tommy there G. Go. Oh, sorry, buddy. Tommy G quit. No real beef between but Mr. No, Jonathan quit none. too. He quit and came back. But Tommy G quit and didn't come back. How come this person, this lurker person, who's... He's been around for a long you're, you're time. Being yep. lurker. As un, unnamed. Uh, how come this... He's uh, logged in as a guest. Yeah. How is it? How come this coward, who's probably you, <laughs> uh, isn't commenting about yeah. all of the innuendo that you send in my direction with all the low-hanging fruit? How come not, nothing, none of that? Well, Rudy had your defense. He said it's because I call you gay. That's... <laughs> Oversimplified, but <laughs> yes, yeah, that's true. But there's really no beef between us. There is sometimes. It, it, yeah, but it's over. <laughs> it's over trivial stuff like not saying please or yeah, it's, it's, you not, it's say, nonsense. You should say please more often. <laughs> Just a fact. So Barry, what's on your bucket list? Place to go, things to do. Jessica? Uh, no. Uh, oh God, <laughs> is she here? Right here. Shame. Shame. Uh, Shame. Nor Norway. I want to travel to Norway. Norway? Yeah. I want to do the ferry ride over to Russia, go to St. Petersburg. Really? Yeah. That's my bucket list thing. Really? Not to go to the Super Bowl thing? No. Thing. You didn't even watch the Super Bowl, right? No. Nope. I was in a place, sent a picture to Giant, they went my back to the TV. I don't, uh, I don't have a bucket list thing. 
Me either. Anything I've ever wanted to do, and I'm, there's not, nothing really exciting, but everything I've always wanted to do, I did. But there's a Norwegian band that I'm a huge fan of, and I want to travel to Norway, see them in concert in Norway, and then do the Russia thing. Is that ABBA, or were they somewhere else? <laughs> that was Sweden. All right. uh, this band is called Nightwish. Nightwish. So. Everybody would be Googling that now. What's this yeah. Nightwish thing? Headbanging music or what is um, it? It's a classically trained opera singer with a metal band. Hmm. Really? Yeah. I'll tell you what my beef with Barry is. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. You it's just obscure. It. The most obscure things you can possibly think of. When I worked in the Nashville location, which he works in all the time, I was outside one time and I see him drive by me and he was parking in the lower parking lot. So he drives by me. His windows are up. And he's just smoking a cigar. He goes down the corner, comes around, and when he pulls into the back parking lot, all of a sudden, all four windows <laughs> are down, and he's blasting Miami music, like um, Pitbull or something. I, I, I listen to a lot of Latin music as well. As loud as he possibly can. Uh. He just drove by me four seconds ago with his windows up and no music playing, and now he's got to remind everybody well, see, that he's from Miami. That's not true, because it was when, like 15 degrees out, I drive with my windows down. That's my beat. I have the heat set to 90, but I always drive with my windows down. Just keep the volume of your music the same all the time, and if people hear it, they hear it. You don't have to force it on anybody. We know. You're from Miami. You tell us every week. <laughs> He's not from Miami at all. He's from Fort, Fort Lauderdale. Lauderdale. <laughs> he ain't listening to Fort Lauderdale music. Yeah, that's different. Ed Sullivan, bucket list for you? I have nothing. Wow, isn't that something? We're, we I are mean, very blessed. All I had left was to work at two guys. And yeah. That's it now. And here you are. My God. Kids. Reach for the stars. <laughs> Reach for the stars. That's all I can say. This is it. So, yeah, it's blessed it there. But other than that, you yeah. know, I just realized I said Jessica and her boyfriends in the audience. <laughs> he's not Oops. paying attention. He's on his you phone. Just, you just realized? Yeah. I'm like, what the heck is there? Where'd that come from? My God. Can't have her. That's all. Doesn't matter. Can't have her. Uh, All right, so that is it. That is it for us today. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining in. And uh, thank you, Rudy, for coming on and continuing to listen absolutely. on. Absolutely. Uh, it's great to have him. And uh, I don't know who number two is, but nobody's even close to, uh, to Rudy. He's right? on there the longest, for sure. Maybe Charlie Pateras. He's yeah. been on for a long time. All right, maybe someday we'll have him he comes on. Comes up and visits. Jonathan's a number two. Yeah. Who does number two work for? Who does number two work for? Tell me. You work for me. You're number two. Next week, Mr. Jonathan Carney, the VP for La Flor Dominicana. We're going to get down and dirty with him. We're going to find out the answers to this. Where are the cigars? The most sought-after cigars in the world, La Flor Dominicana right now. We can't get any. Our customers want them. We're going through hell. And he's going to come see us. He's going to be in the hot seat. We're getting yelled at, so he's going to get yelled Absolutely. at. Absolutely. Uh, always great to have him in the studio. We'll have him on next Saturday. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it is more than likely you've learned nothing in Probably. the last two hours. But always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.